0: Welcome to McChesney Unchained, a new show on the DNBR Podcast Network. Before we jump into it, we want you to know that this is a little different than our other shows. Matt McChesney is going to give you an uncensored take on what's going on in the football world, and if you have kids around, you may want to listen to this at another time. McChesney's opinions do not represent those of DNBR, but they are real and they come from a CU legend who spent six years battling in the NFL trenches. Now, sit back and enjoy the show. quarantine special of uh, mcchesney unchained or as i should say mcchesney lockdown like everybody else in the united states it seems um this is episode 68 coming to you from my basement uh not the studio over at six zero although i will be back over there next week um like i said i am matt mcchesney welcome to episode 68 a quarantine special here mcchesney unchained on uh, the DNVR.com go and check out everything at dnvr.com make sure you subscribe buy yearly if you can and support brandon spano and ryan and Allie and all the awesome people down there at dnvr uh you know just i know all the bars mm-hmm. and and restaurants are shut down but when you grand open and then you have to grand close right afterwards that really sucks uh so support uh small business everywhere including my own and everybody else out there that's struggling um you know, this is what it is. We got to support each other at this time. So make sure you go to thednvr.com and check it out and get a yearly subscription if you can and, and really help those guys out. Uh, like I said, I am Matt McChesney. Um, one thing that we are doing to help everybody affected by the COVID-19 uh, is to give a portion of every sweatshirt sold uh, to charity. So we will be doing that. We've had about 15 sell on the last day. So hopefully that number keeps going up. Uh, if you want to get a sweatshirt, just please reach out to me over Twitter or Instagram at Sixer Academy on both. Uh, or just email me at matt at six zero strength.com and we will get your order in and, and get it processed. And then we will get that shipped out to you in a couple of weeks when they come up. Uh, so anything you can do to help, please help. All right. So let's just talk about everything that's going on here first before we jump into the sports world. And there's a lot to talk about on that front, uh, to say the least. Um Look, man, this entire situation is awful. Um, Not only is it taking people's lives, but it it is, you know, putting the United States and the world, really, into a massive recession and depression. And I understand why. I get it. You know, fear is a funny thing. Fear can either motivate people to do great things or it can... It can scare the shit out of people to sit in their house consistently. And right now, we're being scared to sit in our house. Now, I think we should. Social distancing is important. Flattening the curve is important. Uh, my brother-in-law, Frank, is a is a, is a doc in, in California, and he's pretty concerned. You know, he said to me yesterday a couple of times, we're fucked. Uh, and that's not good. That's not what you want to hear. But at the same time, you have to understand, you know, people that are looking at it like this, that are sitting here going, you know... I think that I'm young and healthy, so I'm not going to get sick. Yeah, you could not get sick, but you could get your grandma or your grandpa sick, and that's really the problem here. So th- this is a this is an awful epidemic and pandemic, and we've got to take care of it. And if we don't take care of it, it's going to linger longer, and that's not what we want. So. Look, man, the economy's getting fucked up. The no school thing is cool. I'm sure all the kids love having no school, but it's not really why. It's not really a great reason because you can't go out and hang out with your friends or anything. If you're one of these young people out here that's partying or you're on the beaches and shit, you know, Charles Darwin, survival of the fittest is a real thing. And you're just essentially telling us that without the federal government stepping in and telling you that you can't leave your house you're probably going to be one of the guys that darwin was talking about that's all i'm saying so some of these young kids i see in florida and all over the country that aren't really taking this very seriously it's very concerning to me that you can just live in the moment so much that you're blinded by what's going on um it's this is a scary situation and i'm more scared that a guy like trump is president when it's happened yesterday i watched him uh just belittle a reporter on cnn and i don't think the guy works for cnn it was just being broadcasted there do i think that the media has some downfalls and pitfalls yeah i do but when the media member says to him what can you say to all the americans out there that are really scared and trump responds with you're an awful reporter motherfucker that's not an answer That's, like, come on, bro. Your ego needs to be set aside right now, homie. He's just asking, what can you say to relieve some of the stress and fear that Americans are feeling, which is real? So I'm very concerned that our president is such a fuckboy that he can't even figure out that he is one, and that's a problem. And look, man, this has nothing to do with politics right now. Everybody needs to understand that. I'm not attacking Donald Trump, and if you're one of these MAGA hat-wearing rednecks who can only talk about the politics with your own side with you with people that are also wearing magna hats you're one of the reasons we're in this like you're you're a problem from a political standpoint if you're one of these liberals and left side people that can only talk to other liberals about the situation and you can only talk to people you agree with you're also part of the fucking problem you're a huge part of the problem even more so than the other side maybe so I think everybody needs to shelf their political bullshit and their political ideologies and get them out of the way, and sit down and realistically have a conversation as if we are Americans. I've always said that we need a uh, like a uh, we need to get attacked by aliens or something for everybody to come together in this country and in this world. And right now we're being attacked by an unseen enemy, and we all need to come together or we will crumble as individuals, as the great Al Pacino says in any given Sunday, okay? So look, man, there's no magic wand here. This is going to take a while to figure out. Um, this is a test on everybody's relationships. See if your marriage and your, your girlfriend, boyfriend shit is really as strong as you think it is. Um, young guys sitting at home, you can either take this opportunity to work out and do push-ups and sit-ups and bodyweight squats and lunges and everything until literally you're blue in the face. Go outside and run your ass off. Do hills. Do as much work as you can to make sure that you are ready when the world starts back up again. Because it's not going to wait for anybody. Just saying. Um, so, yeah, uh, there are tons to there's tons to talk about in that regard. But we're not going to linger on that for very much longer. The last thing I'm going to say is this. I keep hearing everybody complaining about a lack of beds. Maybe it's just me being stupid, but. Unless there's some massive difference between a bed and a hospital bed, which I've been in many hospital beds, they're awfully uncomfortable. Why can't we just go get some mattresses and beds and set them up? I, that's my thing. Like, we keep bitching about a lack of beds. What? There's tons of beds everywhere. Is it just, is it hospital beds specifically? I don't know this. the answer to this question. Ford and, and Chevy and Tesla and BMW and all these fucking car companies out here in the world. I really hope that they are starting to produce ventilators rather than making fucking cars. I hope that this entire situation gets people to grow up and and understand how much of an abundance and how we overdo everything. We don't need a new car every year. I mean, how about every two or three? We, you know, you don't need a new issue every single six months, every year. How about every two or three? You know, hopefully this wakes people up to see that maybe we're focusing on the wrong shit. Just saying. So, episode 68 rolls. That's enough with the quarantine talk. Uh, we'll obviously talk about that more. Like I said before, if you want to support 60 Academy, 60 Strength, and then small business all over Colorado, we're going to be donating a portion of every hoodie sold. Uh, so, if you want to get a hoodie, check out 60 uh, Academy on Twitter and Instagram. Send me a message and we will get you hooked up. And a portion of that will obviously go to help everybody affected by this awful virus, COVID-19, which by the way, is not the Chinese virus. I mean, come on, it may have started there, but that's pretty fucking stupid. They didn't call the Spanish flu, the Kansas virus, and it originated on an army base in Kansas. So everybody needs to just pump their brakes back up and understand that everybody is is a human. And that's what we need to do moving forward. Just help each other. Okay. All right. Moving forward here. Um, the six zero Quick Step starts with the NFL Free Agency. Go to 60strength.com, check it out, or at six zero Academy on Twitter and Instagram, and it will give you an idea of what we do and how we do it. Uh, first and foremost, I've got to give a massive, massive congrats to my guy, Connor McGovern. Uh, I've been working with Connor for an awful, awful long time, and I think it's absolutely ridiculous, ridiculous that the... Uh, Denver Broncos would go out and give the money to a guy from Detroit, uh, and I don't think I'm not saying that Graham can't play. I think Glasgow is a really good football player, but you know when you sit here and you're, you're telling me that <clears throat> you're gonna just give him the money, you should have given 60 after you just developed 60. That really pisses me off. But the my my New York Jets, the good guys, uh, go out and sign Connor to a three-year, 27 million dollar contract. Uh, and he deserves it. That guy's been busting his ass since the day he walked into the facility. Uh, I remember wholeheartedly the conversation we had because Connor got drafted, and Clancy Barone, the tight end coach, that was the O line coach at the time for the Broncos, was you know he's not tough or mean or any of this other bullshit, which is all fucking fake. And you know that's what he his parents come from a, or he comes from a very uh, uh, hardworking, you know, financially stable family and. Not knowing that they're super blue collar and been busting their ass their whole life and they built, you know, the 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 ranch that they and farm that they live on from the ground up and it's generational. That's some stupid shit. So for Clancy Barone to come out and say all that, number one tells me that he obviously doesn't know what he's doing and there's a reason he wasn't there. But Connor didn't play at all his rookie year. He sat on the sideline, didn't even dress, and he was so motivated to get right and get back and and go kick ass that, you know, the, the work that we've had from the day after the season ended his rookie year to now the other day when he gave me a hug when he signed, that's why we do this shit. Because that's who Conor McGovern really is. He's a fucking worker. He's a leader. He's an alpha. He works hard in the weight room. He's never going to miss a day. He's smart as shit. <clears throat> He's really, 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 uh, self-aware. He doesn't allow the outside influences to fuck with him. He knows who he is. And honestly, I think it's another guy that Denver and myself have developed through his ability that they just let walk, which is ridiculous. So Connor McGovern, hats off, brother. Uh getting your getting your fucking movie check and moving on. The Jets just got a lot better up front, especially if they play him at center. And they, you know, they, they put winners next to him. Winners is a nasty fucker, too. So I'd imagine that that's going to be pretty productive. So Connor McGovern, brother, thank God that uh, you, you got your movie check and Thank God you're going to the good guy, New York Jets. So that's pretty awesome. Congratulations. Uh, number two, Ben Garland re-signs with the San Francisco 49ers a year after helping them to the Super Bowl. Uh, one year, $2.25 million deal. Uh, Ben's another guy that I've been working with for years and years and years. Uh, Garland's a leader. Honestly, I hope that one day he runs for governor or senator or president. And I'm not fucking kidding. Um, ben, you know, is a is a guy who transitioned from, from D-line to O-line. I remember the conversation when Denver moved him. Hey, you know, that Ben Garland, I know that you did this and you transitioned from D to O and I need help and let's go. And it's literally been nothing but work since day one. And that's another guy that Denver developed into a hell of a pro and then let walk. Not only did they let him walk, they cut him, which is just ridiculous to me. So then again, getting another opportunity, another year in the sun, uh, another lucrative contract to stay with a really good team. And I'd imagine that he's either going to be their swing guy again or he'll just replace Richburg as Weston's been pretty hurt uh, the whole time he's been there, which isn't a knock. It just is what it is. It's football. Okay, Uh, as we move forward here, Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay. Todd Gurley goes to Atlanta after getting released. Clay Matthews gets released from the from uh, the Rams. All right, the, the Broncos go out and trade a seventh rounder for Darrell Casey. A seventh round pick for a guy who's made five straight pole balls. I, look, I think that the NFL puts too much onus on draft picks. And if you can go out and get great football players for 6th and 7th round picks like this, you have to do it. Jarrell Casey is a fucking monster. 7th round pick for him, for five straight Pro Bowls, I'm in. Tom Brady, you know, going to Tampa Bay. That's awesome. I'm glad that he decided to swing the sword and, and you know, and and use his power. He's holding the hammer right now. Use it. So, he goes to Tampa, immediately makes them a contender. Uh, I Ryan Jensen, who who just signed a massive contract with Tampa two years ago, He's going into his third year there. Was second team All Pro last year. Another member of the Dungeon family, a good friend of mine, a guy who's been busting his ass his whole career. He's pretty damn excited to say the least. So I know that Red is pumped about uh, everything that's going on, and I I think that it you know I know they like they like Jameis, but I don't think that. Tom Brady is going to step in and throw 30 picks. I think he could throw 30 touchdowns, but he's not going to throw 30 picks. So I think that that's a massive upgrade. And the NFC South, I mean, the Cam Newton thing, you know, Cam leaving Carolina and getting the the opportunity to, to go seek a trade and then, you know, them signing Bridgewater to the three-year deal they did. I think the NFC South is deep, bro. You've got Brady, Breeze, uh, Bridgewater, And then, who's the other quarterback in the division? Matt fucking Ryan, who was just in the Super Bowl and won MVP. So, I don't know if you're going to find a division with four better starting quarterbacks. Um, Look, man, NFL free agency is crazy. And I don't uh, really agree with the NFL for doing it this week. Um, But, I get it. At least it has a little bit of normalcy behind it because of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like... They're trying to normalize everything and just run free agency. There's a lot of people out there struggling right now and for them to get on, you know, turn the TV on or turn on Twitter and see all these guys signing for all that dough, I'm, I'm with it. I like the fact that everybody's signing for all that dough, but but everyone also needs to be aware of what's going on right now because there's a lot of people out there hurting and a lot of people out there right now who are who could lose their businesses and their livelihood and, and I'm one of them, honestly. I mean, if the gin industry, if everything goes lockdown, then I'm screwed, and a lot of people in my industry are screwed. So all we can do is try and help ourselves there, and I hope that some of the guys out here that just got all this dough uh, do something good with it and do something that can actually help the community and help people around the community and whatnot. So, look, uh, from a free agency standpoint all over the NFL, free agency is always fun. You get to, you know, it's like Madden. You get to go add a bunch of players. Now, does it always work out? No, it doesn't. Usually the drafting and developing of players is the way to go. But again, I think that there's a lot of people who put a little bit too much onus on the draft picks. You know, a seventh round pick for a guy who's made five straight Pro Bowls, there's no fucking way you're getting a seventh rounder that's that good, that can step in and do what Casey could do for the Broncos. So, I understand it might be an opportunity to dump salary, but at the same time, I just don't understand that rationale when you're sitting in that meeting room and someone's like, you know what we should do? We should trade Jarrell Casey to an an AFC team for a seventh-round draft pick. That's fucking nuts to me. So, I'm glad we got him, but shit. All right, Melvin Gordon signs with Denver. I, all right. This is how I'm gonna go with this. Melvin Gordon signs with Denver. I'm not saying that it's a bad move, okay? I'm saying that that money should have gone to six to thirty. That money should have gone to Phil Lindsey immediately, and the fact that it didn't go to Phil is just terrible. And I I'm trying to like be calm headed about this, and I'm not saying that Melvin Gordon can't be a dynamic player for us here in Denver, but I am saying I am saying right now that Phil is a better player than Melvin already. And giving Melvin this kind of money coming off two years where he's been hurt a ton and not giving it to Phil is a slap in the face for 30, in my opinion. And look, it's just another opportunity for him to get motivated. You know, you just keep spiting Phil Lindsay and see how it goes. The worst thing that we could do is develop Phil into what he he could be a year or two from now. God, I mean, he could be... One of the top five backs in the NFL, he's already a top 15 guy. I mean, you're going to develop it into a guy who has a chip on his shoulder and is pissed off at the Broncos and wants to leave and beat the shit out of us because we decided to give all of our money to fucking Melvin Gordon? I just don't get it. So, again, this is Glasgow, the guard from Detroit that we signed. Good player. No one's saying he's not. But, again, the guy you developed and, and rode with for three years. It's not like Glasgow's coming from this winning program. He's coming from the fucking Lions. He's done nothing but lose since he got there. So at least McGovern's been around guys who are used to winning and a franchise that used, that's used to winning. So again, I don't. that's a head-scratcher to me. And they've done it consistently. Just think about this. All right? Um, Connor McGovern now is another guy on this list that they let leave. Garland they developed and let leave. Billy Turner graded out at over 80% at three different positions last year let leave. He's now in Green Bay played in the NFC title game last year. One of the main, you know, stay points for that team or that offensive line is Billy Turner, his versatility, and the fact that he can walk in and just stay at one position. That's what I call, say, stay points. He's a stay point guy. He can stay where you put him. He doesn't need to be moved around to fit him. And he, you know, he's a guy that's going to get better and better and better as he goes. Billy Turner is another guy you let leave. So, this this Michael Schofield has been a starter in, with the Chargers the whole time. There's so many guys out there that the Broncos have developed for other teams, and it really drives me up a damn wall. So, I don't really know the answer to those questions other than free agency's cool, and I dig it, but but I would like the Broncos to be a little bit more aware of developing their own cats and then letting them leave for other franchises. That's not good. But... Lastly, uh, you know, hats off to Conor McGovern. Hats off to to Ben Garland for signing their contracts this year. It's huge. Um, It's always awesome to see the the Dungeon family kicking ass and excelling the way that they do, and boy, are they. And lastly, I just wanted to talk about this. I think it's kind of funny, but it's also not funny, but it's hilarious at the same time. Uh, It's not funny if it was, like, something (laughs) that shouldn't have happened, but I don't know how you can... Remember, this is an adult show, so everyone just get your adult ears on, okay? Jamal Mur- Jamal Murray uh, said that his phone got hacked. The Nugget uh, point guard or shooting guard, whatever, uh, hell of a player. Um, I w- would love to know what Hastings and Dover feel about this, and Harris, all the masters of the midday, we boys, we um, over there at altitude. And I'm sure that I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this question tomorrow, if I even if I have to call in. But Jamal Murray posts. Him getting some head uh, at three in the morning. (laughs) Supposed to be practicing social distancing. That's about as close as you can get, to say the least. Um, So he thinks he's recording it, but uh, he is, but he's posting it. He's not just recording it. So he posted on Instagram and then he says he got hacked. Yeah, fucking right, bro. You got hacked. My ass, dog. So homeboy. Uh, Says he got hacked, and then the old girl is out here, and, and I'm sure she's on social media, but she's just got a mouthful of just ham, just loving it, too, and she's like asking people online and shit to who oh, if you have the video could you please erase it uh yeah right i think everybody's gonna be fucking reposting re- this one um and honestly dude i mean i if i were her man i might be suing maybe so i don't know what she's gonna say in court like that stupid fuck hit send Uh, yeah, I mean, dude, you don't hit send, I guess. I don't know. I'm not, I don't really know where to go with this one. Um, other than this is awesome and it's so funny to me, dude, (laughs) homeboy at three in the morning when you're supposed to be practicing social distancing, just getting, getting just slobbed up and he is either so inebriated that he doesn't know, or he hates this bitch or, or. He just hit the wrong button with his fat ass thumb and because he did that, old girl is just online doing the dirt. Man, her father. Ugh, her fa- what her father must think right now. Unbelievable. I guess I'd be online like, please erase that shit, but then again, I wouldn't be in that position. I don't see him online asking to erase it. He just got hacked. <laughs> <laughs> sorry if i'm laughing at this but the stupidity of people knows no bounds so look look man i at the same time though why is the first thing he's thinking while he's getting a blow job like oh man i gotta get on my phone and record this dude why just enjoy the moment dog not everything needs to be fucking recorded r kelly jamal murray sorry so i just i don't get it bro what are you doing why are you complicating your life like this right now dummy <laughs> you're probably never going to get a blowjob from her again either just saying <laughs> i love this fucking podcast man i love the fact that i get to talk about this in the way i actually want to talk about it because there's a politically correct way to talk about this that they're going to have to deal on the masters of the midday with harris hastings and dover and i know hastings and dover are going to have their opinions and all that shit and that's great. But this is the this is like shit that you can't talk about the right way on politically correct radio. So I'm not going to. And I this explanation from him is just ridiculous. I got hacked? Bro. No, you didn't. You didn't get hacked. And then also, everybody remember that you can go to DNVR and type in DNVR20 on uh on the uh the Manscape. Page and, and my boy Ryan Kosenberg will love this, but you can type in DNVR20 and they'll give you a twenty percent discount. Percent discount, and Jamal definitely needs that, bro. Holy shit, dog! I'm just saying, clean your shit up if you're gonna put it out to the world like that, dog. For real. And old oh girl, you—I mean, you must really love him. That's all I'm saying. So, look, the world is crazy right now, and this is just another <laughs> another case of its uh, insanity. <laughs> But at least it's funny. I mean, it's funny for me. I don't know how funny it is for them, but I think it's fucking hilarious. So if you're going to come at me with some bullshit like, oh my God, Matt, you're making fun of something that's not funny. You suck. This is fucking hilarious. Get over it. Okay. As we move forward here, a couple of things that we want to finish on here as we go. Number one, okay. Okay everyone needs to understand that this problem that we're experiencing as a nation and as a world is not going to be fixed with negativity and rumors and bullshit and speculation. It's going to be fixed with science. It's going to be fixed with, you know, people doing their fucking jobs. It's going to be fixed with people, social distancing and not going to the bars. It's going to be fixed with people actually being smart enough to beat the the virus, not letting the virus beat us. Now, Number one, people, you can pray all you want, but praying is not going to kill the virus. This is science. It's very concerning to me that the vice president, the head of the coronavirus task force, you know, he believes the world is 3,500 years old and he doesn't think that evolution is real. And as according to Mike Pence, you know, Jesus rode a velociraptor to the persecution. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man, it's ridiculous to me. So, you know, I'm not saying that you can't pray and, and feel good about it. And maybe the positivity will will help. But we also need to be aware that, you know, wishing and praying for the best isn't going to work here. We need to actually go out and, and do things that are, are going to lead to us being successful. Um, and that is washing your hands, social distancing, you know, staying home if you're sick, things of that nature. Um, Social media is a a massive medium for a lot of people, but it's also something that can get a lot of people in trouble. It's just Um, (laughs) fear-mongering. I'm concerned, to say the least, and I hope that everybody can figure out a way to not freak out individually as we move forward through this process. So support each other, uh, support small business out there if you can, guys who... Our landlords and people out there who are in power positions, there's one or two ways you can do this. You can either start pressing people like it's their fault that they can't go to work or you can be cool and back off and, and let people try and figure this out and, and, you know, help them through this time because the worst thing that anybody can do is start pressing people for rent checks and shit right now. It's just not reasonable. So, look. I am Matt McChesney. That is episode 68. It's a little somber. We talked a little bit about free agency, the Broncos, so on and so forth. I think that Denver can do a lot of good things in the draft. I'm not really worried about that right now. God knows if it even happens. Um, I like some of the moves the Broncos made. We'll see what happens there. Uh, You know, the, the, the quarterback positions everywhere just got flipped over. If I'm Denver, I'm not saying I'm not kicking the tires on Cam Newton, but I am saying that it wouldn't be stupid I mean, if he's healthy, he's pretty dynamic. So I understand everybody likes Drew Locke, but let's not sit here and act like he can't be replaced either. So everybody's replaceable. Remember that. Um, to anybody out there struggling right now, we wish you nothing but the best, and we hope that everything works out for you and your family. Uh, if you need any help out there, please reach out to people that may be able to help you. And remember, you can go on Six Zero Academy at Twitter and Instagram. And buy one of the hoodies And a portion of every hoodie sold Will go to charity And helping all the people affected Here on the Front Range uh, Go to thednbr.com Make sure you check out their website And everything they're doing On top of the fact that uh, You can support them By buying a, a yearly membership Or whatever And, uh, and go out there and, and really support Brandon and Ryan And everybody else that's, that's struggling right now So I'm Matt McChesney That is episode 68 uh, Everybody stay safe out there Wash your hands Wash your ass And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Later, folks.